Hello, God loves you. Thank you for tuning in to the Almost a Wife podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, losses, and successes on my social media outlets so I can connect with you. Visit me on Instagram at almost.awife. And don't forget to connect with me on Facebook at Almost a Wife. And by the way, I'm also on YouTube by searching Almost a Wife podcast. Remember, God loves you and so do I. Hello, 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 hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Almost a Wife, but it's still possible. My name is Dimitri Farr and I am your host. And this week's topic is new beginnings. Oh my goodness. You know, like 2020 has brought so many new things to take place for us this year. I mean, so many things have happened, so new normals that have taken place. And I just wanted to kind of talk through what the new normal has become. And I don't even know if you want to call it a new normal. It is, it's just going to be the norm now. Just the things that we're going to have to do from wearing masks all the time, which I, I understand the purpose of it all, but I honestly don't like it because I can't breathe <laughs> the way that I want to breathe. But I do understand it and I abide by the request because I don't want to make sure that I'm getting anybody sick and I, I haven't been sick, but I don't want to receive or get sick from somebody else. And I would hope that everyone else is also following the protocol for all of us to remain healthy by wearing our mask in public. So thank you for all of that. And and that is definitely a new thing that we all have to get accustomed to. And then when our children go to school, they're going to have to wear masks every single day. Now that is going to be a task for them to have to wear it all day the whole time that they are there. And I can only imagine for the little people, you know, the kindergartners and the first graders that don't even understand what social distancing is, where they don't really need to be that close to their friends or or touching each other. Because, you know, those babies, they know nothing but love and and running up and hugging and laughing and playing. That's their thing. So um, that's the new normal, though. We have to teach them. We have to teach them to sanitize their hands, to wash their hands, to use disinfectant wipes, to keep their areas clean, to not run up on somebody, to not use the water fountains. There's so many things that's going to happen in our new normal. But you know what? As you think about it, these things should have taken place in the first place, right? Washing our hands like we're supposed to be washing, using sanitizer, whatever it is that you use. These things should have been in place from the beginning, but I'm glad that we are all taking the precautions to be safer in this new way of life. Now, another thing that I have recognized or noticed is that, you know, a lot of people are working from home. I'm still working from home and I'm so grateful that I still have even a job to be able to work because there's so many of us and people who have lost their jobs. And, you know, I speak against that spirit of fear and not having enough, but you have to understand and know that God is your source. The job is not our source. It's a resource to us, right? Even if if those of you that are receiving additional funds, maybe from child support or other entities, that is not your source. God is our source. So even if you have lost your job, I pray that God has provided a way for you to still be able to sustain and live where you need to be comfortable in order for you to take care of your household. Those of you that are, maybe it's just one income, you had two and you only have one now, but God has still sustained you. God has still kept you. And I'm asking and decreeing, declaring that he is continuing to keep you 
and to cover you during this time of lack. But you know what? This time is not going to last long. It shouldn't last much longer because I'm speaking that as well, that we will not have lack, that we will have enough, that we will have more than enough because of our King, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who has died for us and he loves us and God has provided and brings forth so many things for us during this time. But I'm thankful for being able to work from home and I can still be here with my boys because I have chosen for them to stay at home during this time to go to school. And so during that time, I'm able to be here with them, making sure that they're able to log on properly, that they're logged on every day, that they're up, that they've gotten their breakfast and that they're ready for the day at hand. So I'm grateful to be able to be home with them and to make sure that they're getting things that are needed for them in class. And then, of course, there's that virtual learning that they're going through. And, and it is such a, a, a thing for them, uh, a struggle for some. And I will say for my boys, I feel like it has helped them. But I know that they are getting tired of looking at a screen all day. And I completely understand that because even in my um, job that I have, I have to look at screens all day to make sure that I'm, you know, emailing and, and talking and, and doing all of these things. So I completely understand, you know, their uh, discomfort. And uh, it, it's just a process for them to have to get used to. I don't think they want this for themselves, but you know, this is what it has been brought to us. And this is what has been the new normal, if you will. And even for the teachers, I know has been stressful for them trying to keep up. And, and even now that the children here in North Carolina are getting ready to, um, well, we're in Charlotte, they're getting ready to go back into the classroom. And it, it may not be all of the children, but my heart goes out to the teachers that are teaching these children because when they go there, I, I don't even know how they're going to do it. I don't know what the, the protocol is. I don't know what the strategy is. But you have children that are still going to be at home like my boys. And then there are going to be children that are coming to doing face-to-face -face classes. So I pray for the teachers to continue to give them strength and endurance to keep going, to being available, to being there, to teaching and not giving up for these babies. And, and you know, I, I just thank God for them because they're doing something that I don't even think that I could ever do. So I am truly grateful for all the teachers, for all the principals, for all the administrators, and all of those that work for the school districts, the superintendents, and, and everybody that plays a role for our children to go into school, the bus drivers, to the bus, the bus monitors, to um, everybody that plays the intricate part, the cafeteria workers, for our kids to still be able to go to school every day, the after-school programs, I just thank God for these programs and opportunities for, for our kids and that these people are still working and still being counted and essential for us. And I, I just want to say a great thank you to all of the people who work in the educational department or educational field. Thank you so much. And even our daycare workers, you know, we don't talk about them much, but we thank I thank God for them as well. Um, I used to work in a daycare years and years and years ago. But I am grateful for those that have, they've been going ever since the pandemic even started. They still have been open. They've still been available for to watch our children and the babies. And then those that are our essential workers, our nurses and our doctors, even our the people who work at Walmart, who work at Target, who work at Walgreens. These places have still needed to be open in order for us to survive and to, and to make it. And I'm truly, truly, truly grateful 
for all of these essential workers who have been a part of our new normal, those who work at the fast food restaurants from Chick-fil-A to McDonald's to, you know, any of these places that have been open during this whole pandemic and they have not stopped. I am grateful to each and every one of you, to the greeters and, and the, the managers. I, I, I say thank you. If nobody else has said thank you, I thank you for being available during this unforeseen time. But to those back, going back to those teachers, I just thank you so much because they're keeping the kids going. They're giving them out. They're still teaching their lessons. They're providing them with work to do. They're doing a lot of things that is all technical. And there may be some, some teachers who may not be tech savvy, but they're getting the work done. And I just appreciate that they're putting the effort in to still teach our children. And then the other thing that I'm noticing now, we have these virtual meetings. Oh my goodness. So now everybody's using Zoom. Everybody's using Microsoft Teams. You're using Google Meet. So there's all these different entities that have been put in place for us to still be able to communicate with one another. And I'm super grateful that I am a little bit tech savvy. I'm not going to say I'm the best, but I, I love the technology and love the things that are there. And it still allows us to see each other face to face. The children are still able to see the teachers. It may not be in their presence, but they can still look at them. They can still see their faces. They can still see their smiles. They can see the, the, the interaction. They're able to participate. And even in meetings, we still have those options as well. Where we can still see each other. We can still say hello, have conversation and put things in place that are necessary through these virtual meetings. And now that we have all of these different entities, who would have thought that in 2020 that this is how it would be? If last year in 2019, if somebody would have told us that we would be working from home, that the children will be virtual learning from home, and that we the new thing would be we would be working um, doing virtual meetings, I don't think anybody would have believed it. But the thing that I, I am so grateful for is that nothing to God is new. He already knew about what was going to take place. He knew that the coronavirus was going to be dispatched and play, take place, but he already has a plan in place for us to still be victorious. Now, I do not know the specifics of it, but I believe that even in this time, even in this, this, this unforeseen time, the sadness that is brought, the despair, the death, the fear that has come forth because of this, I still believe that God has a great plan for each and every one of us. Why? Because he loves us, because he is a great father. He is the alpha. He is the omega. He is everything to every one of us. And I truly believe that there is something that is about to occur at the end of this pandemic. God is going to get all of the glory because of all of this that has taken place. Satan may have come into to, to kill, steal, and destroy, but God is going to get all the glory and he is going to provide and be the provision for all of us. I know it doesn't seem like it will happen. I know it may seem far away, but I am truly believing because I have the faith within myself and within me, and I have the love of Christ within me to truly believe that God is doing something amazing during this pandemic. So many things have taken place for so many people. People are birthing new visions. People are birthing new dreams. People are birthing new businesses, things that are going to take place. And these are kingdom businesses, right? These are things that are going to take control over this land, over this nation with giving God all of the glory. And I am so excited to even be a part of that because because of that, I wouldn't even be here before you now to be able to do this podcast. So I am grateful 
for what God is downloading into my spirit to be able to share with you all, because I know that you all need me. There are people out there who are listening, who are hearing my voice and they need to hear from God because God is using me as a vessel to speak to you. So I am so grateful to you, Lord, for choosing me, for trusting me to help these people that are your children, God. I just lift you up. I praise you. I magnify you. I exalt your name because nothing under the sun is new to you. You are so amazing. You're so great. You know all things. You are alpha. You are omega. You are the beginning. You are the end, God. Our minds are so finite compared to you. We don't even, we couldn't even fathom what God has in place and how he's going to rule and reign over this world and over this nation to let everybody know that Jesus Christ is Lord. I know that that is a time when Jesus will return, when everyone, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. That time will be coming. That time will be coming. And this is not a doom and gloom message for you all, but I hope that you are drawing closer to him, that you're building an intimacy with God, drawing closer to him, understanding his word, providing a time of intimacy, a time to really have a relationship and be intentional with God, be intentional to learn and understand his word, be intentional with having relationships with people, drawing closer to him, understanding him. And if there are people that you have strayed away from or you become estranged from, I I put out this plea to you to reach out to them, to rekindle those relationships to allow yourself to be loved, to allow yourself to be in the presence of people who love you and who want to be around you. If you have some people that you have been upset with that you may not have forgiven, I ask that God will just soften your heart. That's all I can do is pray for your heart. I pray that your heart will be softened. I pray that your mind will be free from any type of despair, free from anything that is keeping you from being where you would have to be in God. I'm just lifting you up. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your heart. I'm praying for your spirit. I'm praying for everything that God has for you because it it takes us to take a step. We have to do our part for God. He loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. And that is a great gift that he gave us. And when he died on the cross, he died for our sins. So every sin that we have, God can take that sin and he forgives us if we repent and turn from our wicked ways. Repenting means that we are stopping what we know is not of God. We stop that action and we turn towards him. Whatever sin that may be, there is no sin that's bigger or greater than any other. But we must stop and turn our wicked ways and have our eyes and hearts set on God. So, Lord, I just thank you. I lift you. I praise you for this new normal I thank you for loving us. I thank you for the new beginnings. That's what the number eight represents, new beginnings. This is episode eight, new beginnings, new things, being rejuvenated in God, being rejuvenated in Christ, knowing that there are new things that are coming about, that there, this is the new season, that this is a new time in Christ, that this is a new time for us to be joyous. Even those who have had a relationship with God for so many years, God can always reinvent us, reinvent us into new things in him. So God, I'm just grateful for this opportunity to be able to come before you. And I want to leave a scripture with you using Isaiah 43 and 18. I want to use these scriptures to to help us. Actually, I take that back. I'm going to use Lamentations 3, 22 
through 24. Though we face difficult time, God renews his grace in every situation we face. I'm so grateful that he does renew his grace to us. A lot of times we don't even deserve his grace. We don't deserve his mercy, but because of his love, because he is a great father, because he is a great master, because he is our Abba, he loves us tremendously and he wants nothing but the best for us. And sometimes we get in our own way. We hinder and keep things from happening because we get in our own way. But I'm so grateful that God wants us to be closer to him. And then from Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, God calls us to let go of former things so we can cling to our new identity in Christ. So once we repent and we turn from our wicked ways, then that's when we cling to our new identity in Christ, knowing that Christ loves us knowing that he died for our sins. And when he did that, that allows us to be a new creature in him, that we've turned from the things that we used to do. Meaning that if there are some things and some habits that you had, maybe you used to go to the club. And again, if you have done any of the things that are not of God, I am not condemning you. I am not talking down on you. I am just asking you to draw closer to God because when we draw closer to him, we will turn from the things that did not give him glory. So going to the club does not give him glory. You know, drinking and smoking does not give God glory. Cursing and fighting does not give God glory. So some people had to turn from those ways in order to have a true cleanse within their heart. Because when you have a love of Christ, you want to be like him. Christ was here to be an example as to how we are supposed to live. And the way that he did things It's not always easy. I know people think that, you know, hey, when I give my life to Christ, everything's going to just be uh, just going to snap of the finger. It's going to be great. Right. Well, no, we can't. I'm not even going to say that. And God and, and Jesus, they are not a genie. They don't just give us the wishes that we command, because a lot of times we have to go through a process to get to where God wants us to be. Right. We have to be transformed. We have to be pressured. We have to see things and it's not going to always be easy. Salvation is not always an easy thing, but it's the best thing that I have ever done because it allows me to live in freedom, to allows me to be in free in God because I'm no longer succumb to the other things that, that I thought were needed for me from being promiscuous or from seeking after love that wasn't being returned to me or just being and doing things or watching things that are not good for my spirit. God is is transforming my heart and my mind so that I'm clinging closer with him. I am intentional with the time that I spend. And uh, again, as I have said in previous episodes, I don't do everything right. I don't get it right all the time. And you're not going to always get it right all the time. But the thing of it is, when you do get it wrong, you don't stay there. Allow yourself to get back up. You ask God to forgive you and you push forward. You can't linger and wallow and stay in it and and not allow yourself to push through what God truly has for you. And sometimes it's going to take you to be tried and tested for the things that God would have you to have. So, so many people say that they want to be like Oprah or they want to be like Tyler Perry or they want to be like T.D. Jakes. But do you guys understand the things that they had to go through in order to get to where they are? So I want what God has for me. 
And hopefully it won't take me to have to go through some of those same journeys that they had for me to be able to still have wealth, longevity for generations to come. That's my desire. That's my thing that I want to leave something for my sons and their children and their children's children. I want to have that generational wealth. And I believe that I'm working and walking in that now so that it'll be available for them in years to come. So God, I just lift you up. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. I thank you for the new beginnings, the new things that you're bringing forth in our life. I thank you for loving on us and the new opportunities, the new friends, the new relationships, the new opportunities, the new open doors that are being made deliberately just for us, God. We thank you. We lift you. We glorify you and we lift you and and praise you and magnify your name. So I just thank you for, for joining in with me. We have two more episodes. I'm super excited. I thank you for all of you who have listened in, who are commenting. I ask that you please share, please share, please share, please share, please share these episodes. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, all of these places that I'm available. Please just engage with me. I always respond. I always like, I I try to get back to you and and engage with you guys. And then on every other Sunday, I also do what's called dropping with Dimitri on Instagram and Facebook. And this is where people provide me with different topics to speak on. And with those topics, I just, you know, speak on what the Lord would have me to say, because it's not me. Trust me, these topics a lot of times are not even easy to discuss, but I enjoy talking about them and allowing God to use me so that I can, you know, help others because that's what we're here for. We're here to help each other. It's not all about me and this is not any glory given to me. All the glory is given to God. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for stopping in today and listening in on New Beginnings. And I hope that you have a wonderful and great day. And remember that God loves you. And so do I. Thank you for listening in today. I appreciate you taking this journey with me. I don't want you to miss out on any of my amazing transformation experience. So don't forget to visit my social media outlets to have the most up-to-date information on Almost a Wife, but it's still possible. Make your day amazing. And remember, God loves you.